in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. You're on the air, Holly. <laughs> Thank you for that introduction, Nora. Thanks for listening again, guys. Yes, we've come so far. We have. We're creeping up to a hundred. Oh yeah, we've got a, a special treat in store. Hopefully, if we can get ourselves sorted out. Sorted out. Who knew that we would have so many questions to fill up a hundred episodes? <laughs> Too right. Unbelievable. Too right. Well, I think we got to ten, and we thought, oh, we must be done now. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. All right. Well.、Um, We've got a nice review from Rene,、uh, and she's from Australia, and she says、um, the Two Eye Chicks podcast is a must listen、uh, if you're coming to China.、Uh, the insights and anecdotes are both interesting and amusing. They've been in China a long time and have been able to make a lot more sense of the place than I have so far.、Uh, they <laughs> helped us understand what to expect and what to pack. Thanks, ladies. That's really nice. Actually,、um, when I was ar- like arranging. Preparing for the podcast, I realized that、um, this Rene is obviously the same Rene who's left our question today. So you know we, we've got a lot of Rene on the show. Oh, nice! And she, her, and her family are、uh, actually they're originally from Australia, but then now live in、uh, Changchun in、uh, Harbin. Oh, so and actually in this、uh, when she left this question, so I guess it was when we returned after our long. Uh, hiatus, I suppose. So in September or October,、uh, she she、uh, she left us her like Instagram account where she's posting pictures, and we felt like I'm following her adventures with her family. Oh, cool!、So、yeah, the、nice. the reality in Harbin must be so different from that yeah, in Shenzhen. Bet, it's bet, so、like、far. Yeah, it's a、uh, in the north of China, and they have this、um, what I know of. A festival in Harbin, like where they've got these huge, basically like、mm. buildings constructed, but out of blocks of ice and snow.、Yeah. And so every、Sounds、year you、cool. see, yeah, they have them all lit up really beautifully, and you see these festivals going on, and it always looks so exotic compared to our life here in the subtropics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would like to go on there. Mm-hmm. Did, have you been? No, I haven't. Well, I've been to. I couldn't to... remember if you had. I know your sister has, though, hasn't she? Actually, I'm not. I, I don't think that she ever has. Oh, she. I think she, she wrote re- an article about oh, it. Oh, but she didn't go. But she hasn't actually <laughs> been. No,、oh. she wrote about like different places that she has heard like that are interesting、oh. in China. So I think that was the, one of the places on the、oh. list. But I don't remember her going. I don't think、oh, that、right. she's been. I've been to Inner Mongolia. That's a,、right. that's part of. The north that I have seen, and that、uh-huh. was really interesting, but、cool. not to Harbin. Cool. Okay, so our our news article. I know I feel like I've、um, done this to death, like with bathrooms and stealing toilet roll and stuff. <laughs> this is also to do with toilets, but unrelated.、Uh, So the headline is unisex restroom slow to gain popularity, smoking a problem.、Uh, so this is Shanghai's first unisex public restroom. Um, which was designed to reduce waiting times for women, because、uh. as we all know, I think this is a universal thing. The queue for the ladies is always extremely long, and the men—well, for men's there isn't. So yeah, this is a this was to solve that issue, and、um, but unfortunately, the restroom has some sort of like device that tracks how many people enter, and apparently only one hundred people a day have used it since it opened in November. Hmm. Which was is far lower than the, the other toilets or restrooms in the city.、Um, so they're trying to work out like what's the problem? Is it the, the location? Because it's in quite a, a secluded location.、Um, yeah, it's kind of creepy. Yeah, or is it like the ratio of? Because apparently in this area there's lots of migrant workers,、um, and only about ten percent are female. Anyway. So I don't know why they chose this particular location to to have their only unisex toilet. Anyway,、um, but actually one of the big complaints was that men like to smoke in the restroom, <laughs> which is a really common thing actually here. You'll often find like not that I've been into many men's toilets, but you can often smell it as you enter like 
bathrooms because there's usually like a communal area to wash your hands and then left or right is like the male and female toilets and it always smells like cigarettes mm -hmm. i don't know why you just don't smoke your cigarette outside i'm not sure if it's something to like cover up the smell because i feel like they're doing it when <laughs> they're taking a poop so I don't know if it's like there, huh. if it's something to, because it also like the nicotine is kind of a stimulant, so it may help them like go. That's one option. Yeah, <laughs> this is kind of rude to talk about, but um, and the other the other option is I think they like to cover the smell because in the women's toilets I've also noticed. I feel like it's when they're going number two uh, yeah, that, that they sense. tend to smoke, and I think maybe part of the reason is to cover up the smell. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I just also thought that it was like, no one's really bothered, no one minds if you take a cigarette to the toilet with you. I just think yeah, it's I like, oh, I'm already lit up, I'm just going to take this in with me and just continue smoking while I'm doing my business. <laughs> um, so... They, they obviously asked some of the women in that area or who would use the bathroom and a lady said that most of the users are male workers at nearby construction sites and I have totally different hy uh, hygienic habits from them. <laughs> yeah, to put it lightly. Yeah, so sometimes <laughs> it's really uncomfortable to use the toilet. Um, another another woman said it's really embarrassing, embarrassing and I would like to use other washrooms even though it's a 5 to 10 minute walk from work. Um, she added that people smoking in the facility or failing to flush it sometimes made her feel sick. Oh, uh, yeah. With, with ten unisex cubicles, the public restroom has a separate men-only area featuring four urinals and other space allocated for people with disabilities and users with children. Um, I, I was actually a bit surprised, to be honest, like, that this, this was, like, such an issue. Um, you mean that people wouldn't want to use it, or that... That people felt uncomfortable? going to the bathroom with other with the, the yeah. opposite gender yeah oh i don't know to me this sounds like a recipe complete recipe for disaster <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, yeah i don't see how it solves a problem at all like well, it hasn't has it <laughs> it doesn't make any sense like it's just kind of slapping this weird solution it doesn't make any sense why would this make it i mean the women are just gonna basically it's just gonna make the men wait for yeah, bathrooms yeah and I don't know. In the U.S., this is, like, illegal for men to enter a women's bathroom. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Of course, because it's, like, private, you know, like privacy cleaner? issues. Cleaners can do it? Go ahead. Also, cleaners can't do it. They have to close the door oh, and yeah, put, they like, have to a put sign. Signs up. They have to put signs up. Yeah, yeah right. a man can't just traipse into the women's bathroom. <laughs> I don't know if those laws exist in the U.K. They really? may well do, but... I bet you they do. They might. I, yeah, I don't know. You know, because it's to prevent... Like, creepy dudes what just, about, like, hanging out in a women's bathroom about, and trying to check them out. What about the other way around, though? Yeah, the other way around creepy also. women around you. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> okay, well, as long as it's the same for both, I'm, it I'm is. okay so, with it. So this <laughs> idea is really... Because there's also been problems with people who are, like, transgender yeah, right. trying to use the bathroom mm -hmm. for their the gender that they currently hold to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know if that's politically correct way to say it, but you know what I'm saying. yeah. And they've had problems with women or men feeling uncomfortable with having the transgender person using their bathrooms. Mm, well, yeah, that's a different topic entirely, isn't it? <laughs> it is, but it's a similar idea. Like, people don't really feel comfortable mm. going to the bathroom with members of the opposite sex. Yeah, although I, I guess there are... Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, there are urinals, so that would make a woman uncomfortable. But if, I mean, if you go, I don't know, it's, I guess it's a, and I'm sure I'd feel this exactly the same way. Uh, I'm just surprised, actually, that there's been so much, like, so many women feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I feel like these things people feel less bothered about. In uh, between their own gender, I think for sure. Because maybe, maybe, we've yeah. had, we've mentioned before how sometimes there'll be like one person who's like taking a poop, and then another they're just like having a conversation yeah. with another person, even like sometimes with a stall door a open, door open yeah. and with a squat toilet. I mean, you see everything, and they also have <laughs> they're really comfortable with the. Okay, so when you say diarrhea in English. It sounds disgusting, and it's like it's not something that you want to talk about. But in Chinese, the word like diarrhea is not rude at all. So you hear people say like, 
oh, like, hold on, I have diarrhea. And you hear this, like, and they're talking, just having a normal conversation where you wouldn't really do that. I guess it's a bit, it's comical almost, isn't it, really? It's comical to me, but they don't seem to think it's funny or anything at all. It's just like, oh, yeah, I have diarrhea, or oh, hold on a second, I have diarrhea. But I've heard that so often, spoken between the stalls. I think we've talked, we talked in the last episode about, like, humor as well, though, a little bit, anyway. And, yeah, I think because the humor is different to ours, where we would have, like, poop and fart jokes, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like that's the same here. No, I don't think so. Um... When I wrote an article a while ago, Champson helped me with some jokes, and they were all really clean. Like, there was nothing... It was all about fruit and animals. There was nothing... I mean, maybe she chose particular jokes because she didn't want to offend anyone, but there was there was nothing... I mean, come on, most of our jokes are about farting and just, just our, things our body do, you know, like... Yeah. But here, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> um... Yeah, so some I don't know if this is a guy, it probably is, um, who who sort of commented that they thought that it was fine. Um they'd used the restroom for the first time on Friday. I guess uh it, it can wait it can reduce waiting times for females who often take longer to use the toilets. And the LED screen on the top of each cubicle clearly shows whether it's vacant or occupied. This this just sounds like a really high tech kind of bathroom actually. It's got a <laughs> LED screen? Well, well, so I guess that the unisex toilets are not going to take off in Shanghai. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> it's an interesting story. I do find that more people here, like the women at least, use the toilets for so long. Yes. Like sometimes I'll be standing in line. The coffee shop that we go to on a weekly basis only has three working stalls. For some reason, they have a four stall that's never open. Uh, anyway. it's, a, it's a cleaning. Oh, it's is a cl- it? Closet. It looks like yeah. a. Well, anyway, it does, it's, it does. it's a huge establishment for only three stalls. So if there I are, agree. yeah, sometimes there's a line outside of the bathroom, and you're sitting there waiting, and you're waiting for several minutes before somebody comes out. Yeah, yeah. I often wonder what they're doing in that. I don't know. I don't want to know. No, I, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I think a lot of them, because I'll hear them on the phone or like snapping pictures, they'll literally take selfies <laughs> in the toilet. Yeah, that's a, a something a lot of people would cringe at. Like if you were in, if if I was at home and you heard someone on the phone in the cubicle next to you, you'd be like, ugh. Mm. But here it seems like such a common occurrence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, that this that lead this is going to lead on quite nicely to our question. Oh yeah, what is it? Um, so as I mentioned, um, our question comes from Renee, and she says, "Hi, Holly and Nora. So glad you're back. Uh, congratulations, Nora, on your beautiful little one. You are one brave lady." Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm an Aussie who moved to northern China uh, last month with with hubby and kids. I binge listened to all your episodes before mm-hmm. we left Australia. The most helpful info was definitely on what to bring with us. We have enough <laughs> we have enough toothpaste and face cream to last for years. <laughs> right. uh, since spending the last month in China, my question is, how do you think Chinese view Westerners? I feel like up close we are quite perplexing to Chinese, like strange species. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the hotel housekeeper seems horrified when she sees me wearing bare feet in the hotel room and keeps getting slippers out for me. Are our Western habits as distasteful to them as spitting and pushing in line are to us? If so, which habits do you think are weird? Thanks for your insights, ladies. Rene. Ah, nice question. It's a really good question. <laughs> like, it's actually been really thought-provoking for me mm-hmm. to uh, to consider what my answers are, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. she mentioned about wearing the slippers um, in the home, and that's definitely one of them. Um, I personally, if I can take my shoes and socks off, I do. I don't like to wear shoes or socks. Uh, I like socks. Mm. Um, yeah, not bare feet really, but uh, yeah, I like, I like socks and slippers. When I'm home, I can't stand wearing anything on my feet. It's mm. the same way in like my family. My I don't oh, know yeah, if I've ever all... seen my dad wearing his socks around the house. He's oh, yeah. always got bare feet around the house, and yeah, I just. I don't. I like the freedom of, of wearing mm. nothing on my feet at home. Yeah, 
But I guess in the hotel, maybe they think it's a little different because it's not private. That's that's true. But even in in homes, even in chi- Chinese homes, you are, they always wear slippers. Yeah. Like no one would be wear like have bare feet. Apart from sometimes, like maybe an eye. Even if you've got like plus those plastic like slippers, they're not really slippers. I don't know why we call them that at all. Because to me, they're like flip flops almost. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Sometimes they'll like do. They'll, they'll do the cleaning it in bed with like bare feet but from the houses I've always gone to you always get a pair of slippers when you enter the room yeah uh, enter their house mm-hmm. that was actually one thing on my list which was although um, Rene said about wearing slippers the one of the big things I found I did a bit of research was that uh, not a lot of foreigners don't or are not used to taking shoes off when entering a house, yeah, um, I found a quote actually, which was uh, which was from chi- uh, like a Chinese woman. She said, uh, "Not not much to say, but every time I see people wearing shoes indoors in the Big Bang Theory, I cry a little inside." <laughs> <laughs> which is, uh, is a fair point, actually. Like in in sitcoms and stuff, you always see people wearing shoes. Yeah, and some people even like they'll be wearing their shoes and they'll just like hop up on the couch and cross their legs, oh, and their no, shoes will be weird. like on the furniture. Like I wouldn't go that far, but I've definitely seen people doing that, and I've like on TV and I've seen people doing that in their homes or like sitting on their bed, but they've got their shoes tucked up underneath them. Part yeah. of it is just that in China, just because of the population, there's just more dirt everywhere, a like lot of human, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and trash, like, they're not as good about throwing their trash in the trash can, so there's a lot of trash around. Although, they do a pretty good job of keeping the streets clean, mm-hmm. but a lot of stuff gets thrown on the ground and then later picked up. So when you're trotting over the sidewalks, there's a lot of kind of muck and just dust that builds in, up. I feel like it's dust in the air all the time. Yeah, and, like, rats running around, like, any big city. So then you have to imagine that they're also carrying with them a bunch of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on that on that related note, um, one of the big things that I had on my list was um, that we don't a lot of foreigners in general don't shower before bed. We prefer to shower in the morning when we ah, get up. Yeah. Um, and I remember when I first got here, I went on a trip with the school I was uh, I was working at, and I shared a room with one of the Chinese teachers, and we. You know, we were going to bed, and she was like, "Oh, aren't you going to take a shower?" I was like, "I'll take a shower in the morning." And she was like, totally like, ooh, <laughs> just totally disgusted with me. I was like, "Wait, have I been doing this wrong my whole life?" Because <laughs> as far as I know, everyone's doing it the same as me. Anyway, but yeah, I think obviously this is like these are all going to be generalizations, but I think a lot of people tend to shower in the morning. Right. But here, it's the other way around. Right. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I kind of understand that, for, especially for, like, a hot climate. Oh, yeah. Because there's nothing like having a, you know, a nice, cool shower oh, after. Because, yeah. you know, it gets so hot here. So you're just, Definitely. you get really sweaty and sticky. Mm-hmm. And so having that shower before going to bed yeah. is a really nice thing. But I can't really, I don't feel fresh waking up and not having a shower. No. I, I, I like, for the nighttime thing, If I like, if I've got clean sheets on the bed, I'll, I'll take a shower and, like, clean pajamas and everything, because that feeling's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. generally not. Yeah. Um, on cleanliness, again, like, and I'm going to try, like, this is, uh, let me just say it. Um, I found that a lot of, when I, when I was working in the school, they were obsessed with you washing your hands. Like, not after you go to the bathroom, that's another thing entirely, but before you do everything. There was always like this thing about washing your hands. And even like in people's homes, if you sit down to eat with them, they'll, they'll say, oh, like, would you like to go and wash your hands? And I'm like, I suppose I will. <laughs> I don't feel the need to, but okay, I'll do it because I'm in your home. Huh. It's so funny because they generally, I've seen a lot of people not washing their hands after going to the bathroom. Oh, after? Oh, yeah, that's a completely different ball game. Yeah, afterwards... Hardly ever. I don't... Yeah, very rarely. And even if they do, they almost never have soap in the bathrooms. And so they just, like, rinse their hands quickly. Don't even really try. No. (laughs) But I think a lot of people, they just walk out. I see them just walking right out of the bathroom, kind of like, Yeah. Um, Yeah, or if there's soap, it's always, like, watered down. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And the soap dispenser is, like, so grimy that you feel like you're getting dirty just touching it. They're not really well maintained. Maybe this also goes back to the, you know, you were mentioning about how people would take the toilet paper rolls and just, like, cart them off. If there was Maybe also with the soap, too, they have a problem with people taking the soap home with them. Oh, yeah. I think that in, I think in the article, I think they did mention taking soap as well. Mm -hmm. But I guess it must be harder to steal liquid soap. (laughs) If they have something mounted to the wall, for sure. Definitely. Strange. Um, Have you heard about, uh, like, okay, so one of our friends here, his um, girlfriend is Chinese, and she was really confused about when she came to our house that we didn't have any clothes hanging to dry. Because, um, where she's from at least, I don't know if this is a standard thing for all over China, but she washes her clothes every night after she gets home and hangs them out to dry. Oh. So she thinks it's disgusting to, like, throw your clothes into a laundry basket and, like, let them sit dirty Mm. for, you know, several days or a week or whatever before putting them in the washing machine or hand... Like, most... a, A lot of Chinese people hand wash their clothes. They just do them one by one, you know, like... When they get home, yeah, and they wash their clothes, hang them out, and um, yeah, they don't they don't actually let them pile up to actually put them into a washing machine. Yeah, I'd never thought about that, but actually, in my friends' homes, that it's often like that. But I don't think they do everything. I think it looked to me, it always looks to me like it's the kids' stuff that gets sort of. There seems to be a lot of stuff like hanging in the bathroom and stuff like that, mm-hmm. not even outside. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of homes that I've been to in China, I see they basically permanently have clothes hanging. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like so every day they hang something up. But at our place, it's like, oh, it's laundry day, and then all the clothes are hanging. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I used to do that, but I have to, like, do it in batches. In batches, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's just too much. Yeah, that's a good one. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got one, which is uh, putting your bag on the ground. Ah, yeah. I think back home, I probably would have, in fact. Yeah, I would too. Sort of I wouldn't really even think about it. Wherever it's convenient, I just stick it yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, if it's like a disgusting place, you know, if you're in like a train station and there's a lot of foot traffic or if yeah. you're in a bathroom or something, like obviously I wouldn't put it on the ground, but yeah. in a home especially, I just put it on the ground. Yeah. In uh, Bulgaria and probably other countries in Eastern Europe, they also find this, like, really gross. Yeah. yeah, if you put your bag on the ground. It, it does make a lot of sense. Like, you, it's on the ground, there's all that dirt, and then you're picking it up, it's on your skin, on your clothes. Mm-hmm. There's some people who are on a table. So it's like going from the ground to the table is kind of gross because you're dragging whatever muck right. with you. Yeah, often if you, like, you go out or eat with Chinese friends or whatever, there'll be, like, a bag chair. <laughs> And all the bags just get put on, on chairs. Or if you go to a coffee shop, like, sometimes you have to fight with people to get the chair off them because they need that chair for their bag. Mm-hmm. Well, have you seen those, like, chair covers that they'll put, like, in a yeah, typical no, Chinese restaurant? Yeah. yeah, people will, like, they'll put their handbag behind, behind them, them while yeah. they're eating, and then mm-hmm. the waitresses will come in and, like, whisk this, like, yeah. cover <laughs> over the chair right. so that their bag is, like, underneath mm-hmm. the cover so people can't... I don't know if it's more for like cleanliness than it is for like theft i'm not sure but it's it's over there like covering the bag jacket and bag yeah yeah it's like a cover that's specifically made for that exact chair yeah yeah Yeah. because it fits like a glove like yeah they sometimes do it without you even noticing you turn behind them and you're like oh "Oh." (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. um speaking of sitting Mm mm-hmm Another thing that they definitely find disgusting about Westerners is sitting on the public toilet seats, oh, like yeah, Western toilets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, um, I didn't, obviously, I've never watched a Chinese woman on use a Western toilet, but my first under- realization of this was um, in a Starbucks, um, and there was a sign next to the toilet that said, like, don't something like do not stand on the toilet seat and mm-hmm. i was like what is this about and then maybe i don't know if i asked or or it was it came into a conversation sometime later and i discovered that a lot of chinese women who you who if there's a western toilet they'll sort of stand <laughs> on the toilet seat in in a crouching fashion and and do it that way mm-hmm. 
Chinese kung fu is what my Chinese friends have told me about this. Because <laughs> I'm like, how do you do it? What are you doing? Because I felt at first, because I often have seen um, footprints right. on the toilet yes, seat. Yes, and I'm like, yes. hmm. And I was wondering if they like put one leg up and kind of did like a half straddle thing right. and like leaned over, <laughs> which I was like, how do you not like pee on yourself this way? Or if they stand with both feet. And then you have another issue where you have to like, brace yourself right. on the walls and you don't know <laughs> if the walls like are clean. mission impossible <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really bizarre and mm. then a lot of the time they lift the seat of the toilet so it's just the bowl right. and then yeah, they yeah, stand yeah, yeah. they tend to like that better so mm-hmm. in the women's toilets usually like all the toilet seats are up yes and so i've just developed this like technique of just like half squatting right, right. So I'm not standing on the toilet seat, but I'm not sitting on the toilet seat either. I'm, like, hovering above it in this, like, it's so uncomfortable and so awkward. Yeah. It's easy to to use squats, really, isn't it? Yeah. When you've been here for a while, you're just like, screw this. Yeah. It's just too too much effort. But I get it. Like, it is gross. When I've gone home and then there's, like, the public toilets, if they don't have those tissue things that you can, like, whisk out and stick on the top of it, I'm also, like... Oh, yeah. so I have to like tear up a bunch of toilet paper yeah, and like put it, put it around the seat and then it's like one piece falls off into the toilet and then I have to like put it again and then like as I sit down another piece falls off and then you have to like clean it off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like after you're done you stand up and there's like a bit, like some stuck to your leg and like some's on the floor. It's like, I get it. It's gross. Oh, God. But if I'm in, like, a small establishment or a place that I know well, I don't usually even... I know it's gross, but I don't put anything there. Like, in in Wisconsin, especially, like, mm-hmm. a bar or something, and you're all, like, oh, yeah. half-conscious, half, half conscious, yes, let's yes. say. Like, yeah. no, I can't be bothered with it. No. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't. I didn't even really think about it when mm-hmm. I was back home. Like, it's only since coming here that I've realized, like... And actually, this... So I, when I was, I did a bit of research, when I said I'd, I'd done a bit of research and I found some stuff on Quora and someone had mentioned like, because of this, there's often like, if you go into a, a bathroom, there's often a lot of pee on the floor. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because the women are standing on the toilets and mm. sort of the aim is a bit off or or what, but it's it's there's often a puddle. Yeah. Or they may be, like, holding their kids, because that's another thing that they do is, like, right. hold their kids true. over the toilet. They don't put them to sit on the toilet, yeah, so that might yeah. be part of could it, be, too. Could be, could be. Yeah. Or just... In a bar, I hope not. <laughs> oh, yeah, in a bar, I don't know. In a bar, there's probably yeah. a lot of nasty stuff on the floor. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh... I want to go. I want to go back to the clean, cleanliness thing. Okay. Uh, which is uh, sort of. It's about eating food with your hands. That's a big no-no. Ah, uh, yeah. So if you obviously, if we eat burgers, pizza, chicken wings, usually we just use our bare hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, if you ever served things like that, you always get plastic gloves. Yes. Always. Yes. Um, and I've got to be honest. I've just never gotten used to that Mm -hmm. i'll just i just use my fingers oh yeah um i i just i always thought like why don't you just give them like why don't you just hand out wet wipes like that that would solve the problem i just carry i just carry around wet wipes with me all the time Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) pretty much Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah you see people sitting in kfc with like who are eating these chicken drumsticks and then they've got these plastic gloves on their hands and pizza hut Mm -hmm. everywhere like that Mm -hmm. yeah and because it's if you're using chopsticks most of the time, even to like, we've talked about this before. I think we we did an episode about like etiquette and especially with eating. And even if you've got like a bone in your mouth, you can't. You're not supposed to use your fingers to take the bone out. You just sort of meant to just spit it out on the table. Um, or there's the a big issue like with using your fingers to eat anything, even if it's sort of, you know, really inconvenient to try and eat with chopsticks. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Tough luck. Yep, it is. You know what's interesting about that is in the neighboring countries, a lot like like take India for example, oh, yeah, which right. is right next door. Then people are using their fingers mm-hmm. to. I mean, that's their main form. They don't even tend to use any utensils. They just yeah. use a bread as like a scoop and mm-hmm. 
tear a piece of bread off and use that to kind of scoop it up and like that whole idea of your fingers being part of the like sensory experience mm. of eating is completely lost when it comes yeah. to China. So it's like such a stark difference between China and India. Well, for a lot of re- things, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah. looking at this topic in particular, mm. like it's completely opposite basically. Yeah. It's like the Chinese do like, you don't, they would never do that. And then in India, it's like, oh, it's part of the Definitely. whole eating experience. It's interesting. Yeah, really interesting. Um, I found an article that listed some stuff that some I agreed with and some I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was cheese, that Chinese uh, people don't like the idea of eating or and smelling cheese. I think just the smell is really acquired, you know, it's... Like, a lot of cheeses are super stinky. Yeah, maybe, like, a blue, I could understand, but just, what, a standard cheddar? Maybe. I mean, it does have a strong smell. It does, smell. it does. But I can't remember anyone ever seeing, like, or, or witnessing anyone being, like, really revolted by it. I feel like a lot of people in China fake being cheese-likers, because it's, like, a posh <laughs> cool. thing to do. Yeah, it's like... I wonder if it's the oh, same with wine as well. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of that is just kind of for show that they're like oh yeah i like cheese i mm-hmm. eat cheese but i don't ever see them like at the grocery store alone buying it they eat right, it in right. front of other people yeah and on pizza i think yeah and on pizza but even on pizza they use like the mildest cheese and, yeah. they, and the cheese is very sparse mm-hmm. like i almost always when i order pizza get extra cheese because yeah, right. i'm like it needs to have a good layer of cheese on there yeah yeah and so Cheese consumption in China, I think, is more like a, it's like trendy and cool yeah. because it's Western, than because it doesn't mm. really fit their palate. I mean, they right. have a lot of other stinky foods, which we've gotten Ooh, into yeah. in other episodes before, but cheese is one that's just not, it's just not part of their history. And yeah. So. Yeah. Now, now, like uh, I'm thinking about it, dairy in general. I don't think they really appreciate the taste or the smell of like milk, as well. I think. They, they drink it and they get the kids to drink it, but I, I feel like the older generations are really not having milk either. Mm. I think there are a lot of people here are lactose intolerant. It's just not, yeah, it's, it hasn't been a part mm. of their diet for for a long time. Yeah. And their yogurt too, I mean, they, they basically like water it down and add a lot of sugar to it. It's really hard to find um, sugar, uh, sugar-free yogurt right. in China. Yeah, true, true. Um, another one on this in this article was wearing revealing clothes. I don't think I agree with uh, that. Really, maybe no. They, well, they were, I think cleavage. They don't have any. I know they don't have any, but even so, like they tend because you know in the West, even if you don't have a lot of cleavage, you can use like a push-up bra to like scoop those things up to yeah. your neck and like try to show it off. Uh, okay, I, I guess I wasn't thinking about the top half. I was thinking about all these. Very, 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 very short shorts and oh, short yeah. skirts that I see. Because to that that's what I'm seeing. Like, yeah, and so that, that to me, the wearing revealing clothes. If you're a leg guy, you'll be in heaven here. They got a lot of legs going on. They like here. hairy legs. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them, but they have like nice legs and long yeah, legs yeah. and super short skirts, like crazy short. Yeah, you 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 see a lot of didn't didn't you tell me there was a word for that where you see like bum sticking out of the side of shorts oh like butt cleavage yeah yeah Yeah. is that what it's called well i've seen quite a yeah Yeah. i don't know there might be another word word for it but um (laughs) there's a a lot of that going around this summer that's really popular is just like shorts which are basically just like denim underwear in fact actually uh Last, I think it was last weekend, um, Barrett and I had gone out with the dog. Oh, no, it was, must have been the weekend before. And we went, we go to one place to have brunch. And um, there was a group of women sat together and they had, one of them had a daughter with them. And they were all sat around, you know, taking selfies, drinking tea. And and there was a girl, a woman amongst them. And I couldn't stop myself from, like, looking at her, like, short situation. Because... <laughs> From what it looked like, her underwear was actually longer than her shorts. Oh. And I kept seeing, like, these sort of underwear, like, peeking out. But it wasn't, like, oh, a little bit. It was quite a bit. And I was like, <laughs> this is this on purpose? Like, or is this an accident? Hmm. But no one said anything to us. I, was, I just thought it must have been on purpose. Well, because their underwear is so, like, generous. They always have, Granny like, pants. this, yeah, like, very, you know, like, covering 
underwear, yeah. like basically granny pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, do you have, uh, do you have, well, I just, things? I've been like oh. definitely like tisked at by, um, really? actually by men, uh, for having like, okay, I don't usually wear a lot of revealing clothes, but I was no. sitting on the metro and I was like leaning over onto, kind of like onto my knee. So I was like kind of pitched forward and looking at my phone. Yeah. And I noticed an older gentleman who was like, he like noticed that he could see like some of my chest like peeking out. And then he was kind of like, I could see him being, making, he was making like kind of a big fuss about it. Like, <sighs> really? Yeah. Doing this. And then uh, I kind of like noticed him doing this. And I turned to look at the people around me and like the lady sitting next to me kind of gave me a sign like, oh, don't yeah, worry don't about worry him. About you know, like <laughs> she was just like, oh, don't yeah, worry about yeah. him. But oh, that was good. Yeah. So she was, she, she didn't seem to have a problem or think that I was dressed inappropriately. And I wasn't, I mean, I really wasn't. But he seemed to think, like, I must have also had it out for me being a foreigner. I think it was worse that I was a foreigner. Like, oh, you foreigners coming in here and being disrespectful. But, but yeah, I've had that happen Mm. twice. But it's always been an older man. Like, once was in Hong Kong and once was in China. Do you think that's partially a generational thing as well? Oh, yeah. Because if if a woman at home went out dressed like that and there was an old, quite like an older man, he would probably, and women too, would also make comments, I Mm -hmm. think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, This was one, but I don't... I'm I'm not sure if I if I'm sure about this one now, but the fact that we rely a lot on Western medicines and that we almost completely disregard like Chinese medicine, mm. um, even sort of like my like younger friends, they would never would would never take like uh, painkillers. They would always resort to Chinese medicines mm-hmm. for for to to fix a headache or you know anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe I don't know if anyone's like looking down on us or thinking like, oh, you know, you, you know, why you you just rely on Western medicine? But well, know. I can tell you with the whole experience of having Dahlia, they mm. were all really shocked when I would basically disregard the doctor's <laughs> advice because <laughs> they take it as like gospel. Yeah, yeah exactly, mm. and they follow everything. Right, and you can't believe the pill regimens they can get you on when you're on Chinese medicine because it's herbal. You have to take a lot of it, so it's like, yeah, okay, you need to take the you need to take thirty of these pills yeah. or like teeny little teeny balls. beads like yeah. babies. Yeah, like, take thirty before. of these pills like twenty minutes before you eat, and then afterwards you need to yeah. drink this, and then like twenty minutes after that you need to take this other pill, and yeah. you're like. I don't have the time of day. Like, I don't even eat three regular meals a day, let alone, like, timing all of these things. Forget it. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of their stuff, you know, I just completely disregard it. Or, like, when I was, um, so they thought that I had gestational diabetes. And they were probably right. I probably did have, like, some mild gestational diabetes. So when I went over my due date, they were like, (gasps) we have to get the baby out now. And I was like, no. Yeah. No. I'm going to wait. Losses. <laughs> yeah. In fact, they said that they wouldn't allow me to have the baby there if I waited. They, they gave me a due date. They were like, okay, mm. but if the baby doesn't come before this date, then you can't have it at this hospital because it's too high risk. And I talked to my dad who's been doing this, like, he's an obstetrician. pediatrician. He's been doing this for over 30 years. And he was like, as long as... He, anyway, he, he said basically, no way. Like, it, you're not showing any signs that the baby's in distress or, yeah. like, your body's in distress. He's like, it's fine. You can just wait. It's very normal for the baby to be overdue, blah, blah, blah. But the, the doctors at the hospital were just shocked that I didn't listen and just didn't immediately, like... They were like, we need to admit you now. Mm-hmm. Like, call your husband. He needs to bring yeah. all your stuff, stuff. with you because yeah. we need to get this baby out now. And I was just like, nope, and just, like, walked out of the hospital. <laughs> and people were very no. shocked about that. Fine. Yeah. <sighs> That's like a common noise you hear in oh, China yeah. of disapproval. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also with uh, with Dahlia, too, because she's she's slightly smaller than average and definitely because they, like, pump them full of milk here and, like, a lot of people <laughs> use formula and, like, they just... They just keep, like, basically, like, force feed them until they're these, like, plump Michelin men and 
yeah. I don't do that. I just feed her on demand. And so she's, I mean, she's slender. Both of us were kind of thinner babies. We weren't, we weren't these like really chunky babies. And so it's just genetics. She eats enough. Mm-hmm. But they keep trying to they keep trying to give me something to stimulate her appetite, and I also am like, I take the medicine. I even right. pay for the medicine, but, but I don't, don't give it to her. No. no. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. Like, it's kind of shocking. I don't know if it's disgusting, but it's shocking. Yeah, shocking. Yeah. To Chinese people, that you would hear what the doctor has to say and, and then, then like do something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, I have uh, drinking cold water. Ah, I didn't think about that. I don't, I don't know. Again, I, as you said, I don't think it's a disgust. I think it's just a like. What are you doing? Yes. Yeah, don't you understand? Like what this is doing to your body, and we're just like, no, I want to drink cold water. It's boiling outside. Mm-hmm. But no, no. Cold beverages in general. Yeah, yeah. Like they drink their beer. beer. Yeah, I was just gonna <sighs> what say like the heck? they ask you sometimes. You go to the yes, bar like, yes. would you like your beer? Yeah. Cold room temperature or yeah. cold? I'm like, are you kidding me? Of course I want a yeah. cold beer, especially on a hot day like this. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they bring them, like if they don't ask and they bring you like warm bottles, and you're like. I, come on, give me cold, and it's just like such a big issue to them. Like, ah, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and being pregnant and like breastfeeding too, they're also like shocked because that's a, especially they think that's like a sensitive time where you should be drinking warm water because it's like, oh, oh it's gonna make the baby cold if you drink cold water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- those things go back to like um, Chinese medicine and this sort of. Uh, eat, you know, eating cold fruits and hot fruits and eating too much lychee mm. or oh, don't eat too too many, you'll get sick or mm-hmm. eating, uh, someone once told me not to drink, uh, not to eat a banana and drink tea at the same time. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, I've heard that. Also, soy milk and egg. Because when I go oh, really? to get soy breakfast and, and I'm like, huh. I want a uh, egg and I also want soy milk, they're like, kind of look at me like, hmm, you're going to get sick. Yeah. But... I never get sick. <laughs> um, I thought about, like, toothpick usage. I feel like they very politely know wow. how to use a toothpick after dinner. Yeah. They always, like, cover their mouth and, like, very politely pick mm. their teeth after a meal. Whereas I'm not really as bothered. Like, I wouldn't, maybe I wouldn't, like, be super rude about it. But I might use a toothpick without covering my mouth, yeah. like, hiding it from other people mm-hmm. but there's lots of hand coverage for many reasons uh, sorry mouth covering mm-hmm. like in like fact, laughing yeah, sometimes laughing. like or, or on the phone I've seen like women sort of on the on the phone it's mo- mostly women like they're on the phone and then they're covering their mouths mm-hmm. I don't know what that what that's for is it because they're afraid people are going to hear what they're talking oh, about oh it's definitely or, not for volume control I can uh, tell you that <laughs> Or is it, like, sometimes I've wondered, is it because, like, you don't want people to smell your breath? Like, what is this, what's this about? I think it goes back to their culture that, like, a woman's mouth should be just, like, a cherry and just basically just, like, always remain closed. (laughs) But they don't, like, wide smiles with the teeth and laughing with your mouth open is definitely considered crass behavior. I'm not so sure in modern Chinese if they would see a foreigner laughing and smiling and think that it's crass mm. but it's just not part of their culture to be so open like laughing out loud in general which we talked about i think in the previous episode because we had seen some two, yeah, two people like episode, geeking yeah. out which we had never mm. seen two chinese people laugh like that like right. hysterically before in public yeah um so i think that's also part of the culture is just like bearing mm. too much teeth or your mouth is also kind of considered a bit not like maybe less civilized yeah. Um, I also thought about, like, using a tissue and, like, okay, so if I use, if I have a tissue and I use it to, like, wipe my mouth or blow my nose, if I didn't really, like, use it excessively, I will it. fold it up and put it in my pocket. Yeah, but for too. Chinese people, that's really gross. Oh, no, yeah, you have to get rid of them immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Putting them in, yeah, in your pocket is just a big... Yeah. So a lot of times they'll do like the farmer's blow or they're just like walking along the street oh, and just like God. plug one nostril and then just like use really forceful air to get any of the stuff out of their nose. Men and women will do this or they'll just like pick their nose with their finger in public and like sub- like flick it. It's gross. And ears too. Yeah, and ears. And they even have like grow long nails on their pinky to like make it easier to like scoop things out. It's pretty gross for us. Um, but that's no problem. But then if you blow your nose and you put the 
tissue back, back into your pocket. pocket. Which to me, it's like I feel wasteful if it's not really used up. Yeah. To just like throw it away. Especially if I know if I have a cold or something and I know two minutes later mm-hmm. I'm going to need it again. Then I just like keep it until it's kind of more used. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like they have really, like, just kind of centering around the table still is, um, like, tea, like, pouring tea for yourself before you pour mm-hmm. it for other people is really rude mm-hmm. in China. Like, they always, they have very, um, sp- specific, like, dinner, like, meal etiquette. Yeah. Um, you don't want to, like, eat too greedily. Um, you don't want to, like, spin, because usually they have these, like, big round tables with, like, this glass, what I would call, like, a lazy Susan on it. So you put all the dishes in the center, and then you can kind of spin the glass part around so that the dishes also go around the table. Mm -hmm. And if you're kind of, like, being too greedy and, like, spinning stuff towards you and just, like, eating really quickly, it's also, like, not a, it's not a polite thing. Although I don't, I, I agree with you, that's definitely one, but... Although I guess I've never eaten with that many foreigners, like with other Chinese people. But I've never seen foreigners really do that, like... Like eat too greedily? Uh, well, I mean... Well, part of the reason is probably like, what is this stuff? Because, yeah, you know, right. if you're... A lot of the times it's the Chinese people order and they you don't know what's in... You know, you're kind of checking things out. Yeah. So you wait for someone to throw it into your bowl. That's usually what happens. Yeah, or you're like a guest, and so you feel kind of tentative to... to you don't want to be the first one to grab at stuff. But it is like a... I think that they have more strict dinner etiquette than we do in the West. Because mm. they have like, oh, the, the guest of honor sits in a specific location, and like the dishes should start from that person, and people tend to, like, give each other food from right. the main bowls, like, picking out nice pieces of meat and giving it to your yeah. neighbor or whatever, yeah, yeah. like, helping them out, or, mm-hmm. like, offering tissue or pouring other people tea. I feel like they do a good job of this kind of, like, yeah, yeah, social yeah. eating experience. Yes. Yeah. Although, I think it's not as strict as I imagined, first imagined it was, since I've, you know, eaten with other people. I feel as though I've always tried to be... Um, like courteous and like follow the the rules, but then I've often been told like, just just relax. Like there's not you know worried. We're just friends. You know we don't you don't need to be so sort of formal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess I imagine in business meetings when you uh, obviously you've been in restaurants where there's you sat at a table next to like a big group of um, you know bi- uh, people who would talk in business. It's usually men and. There's obviously a lot of like a lot more etiquette in a way mm-hmm. with those with those people. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and also like towards the end of the meal, like splitting the bill mm. is kind of a it's kind of a bit of a rude thing in China too. Like to to yeah. go Dutch. I mean, they will still do it among friends, but generally speaking, it's kind of strange. To, like, say, well, I ordered the chicken, so I'll pay for that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, like, I had a Coke, so I'll pay for that. And so doing this kind of Western style where it's like, well, I just want to pay for what I ordered, this is kind of a rude thing to them. Although I've I've noticed that you can, I mean, it's been there for a while, but you can do, there's, in, in, sorry, in WeChat Wallet, there's a... A split the bill option, but it, it just divides it evenly. Yeah, oh yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, exactly. It's not what you. Yeah, what you just said. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And but actually, uh, on that note, eating like a separate meal is also not do- really done. If you're eating with more, if you're eating with, well, just more than yourself, like you wouldn't just order one individual dish for you. Right. Everything is shared, and so that e- even when you eat at a Western style restaurant, there's still like. Numer- like if you if we went to an Italian restaurant, I might order lasagna and you might order the pizza, and mm-hmm. okay, we might try each other's, but we wouldn't just like probably we wouldn't just like put it in front of like both of us and just eat. Oh, oh, we might now, but back in <laughs> back in the day, I certainly wouldn't have done that. Right. But here, it's just the done thing. Like right. Or those. Which I like actually. I kind of. Yeah, it's cool. nice. You can order. You can try more yeah, things. Yeah. But the coffee shop that we go to that I mentioned before, um, they have, like, waffles and, like, sandwiches and salads and stuff like that. Mm. To me, they're all obviously, like, individual portions, the way they have them presented and everything. It's, like, it's enough for, like, one person. Sure. It's not really, like, a sharing dish. 
And but whenever we would order it, if there's two or three people sitting at the table, then they'll give you that many oh, yeah, silverware. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Because sometimes it's like, oh, Holly will want a sandwich, or I will want a sandwich. But we're not like we ask each other, like, do you want to get something? Sure. No, I've already eaten. Blah blah blah. So it's just like I order it, but then it always comes with two yeah. sets of silverware. Or like when I order takeout for myself. Sometimes I'll order like a bunch of different <laughs> yeah. dishes, and you'll get, and then I'll get yeah, like yeah. four or five oh, things of silverware, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they think that like I have four or five friends eating it's with me, but actually me. it's all just for yeah. me. It's depressing. Yeah, that's happened to me too. <laughs> like no, no, all of this is actually just for one person. Um, on the food thing, um, I think that we, the way we eat desserts is a bit like off-putting to Chinese people. Oh. I think, although dessert, I think that it's becoming more popular, like there are actual places that just do desserts. They're way different to what we would eat. Like, I think our dessert, like, when I think back at home where you could get, like, a sundae and it's just ice cream and, I mean, there's nothing, there isn't even any fruit in it, I don't think. It's just ice cream and salt, chocolate sauce or whatever. Maybe there's a little cherry on the top. <laughs> but here the desserts are more like fruit 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 based, I think. Mm-hmm. They have like rice and beans in them too. They're not as sweet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So the fact that we would just like eat a massive chunk of chocolate cake, I think is a bit like Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Like, how can you eat such yeah. sweet things? Yeah. Yep, definitely. <laughs> and also going on food is um like the freshness. Mm. Like, they tend to like things really, really fresh, fresh, like yeah, still right. kicking. Like, remember we went to that restaurant yeah. not long ago, and they had um, shrimp, or prawns, Yeah. and it was for hot pot, so you were supposed to cook them in the hot pot. And they had skewered the prawns, but they were still alive, and still, oh, like, yeah, their right. legs were still, yes, like, going, yes, yes. and, like, and so they were, like, presented it to mm-hmm. us, like, still alive, and yeah. then we were supposed to put it in to the hot Amazing. pot, but... Yeah, it was, like, really fresh. So this idea of even, like, buying packaged meats in a grocery store is, like, kind of... For for me, it seems cleaner because it just looks cleaner and it's, like, all looks fresh to me. Yeah. But for them, it's, like, they would rather see the person, like, hacking away at, like, yeah. a pig's leg yeah, so that right. they know that the, it's, like, the, fre- the meat is from today. Yeah. Um, and also, they don't eat things from a can, from a tin. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whereas we, you know, we have soups from tins and, like, vegetables from tins. To to Chinese, yeah. I've never seen a Chinese person eating something from a tin. No, no, me neither. None of their food comes from a tin. Like, any of the tin food that I see, um, I mean, they have some sauces and stuff that they might get in a jar. Like, that's a little bit different if it's, like, a like sauce. Like chili or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, thinking about this is making me drool. But, um, <laughs> like, having a can of soup. Or, like, having green beans from head. Yeah, it's like, ugh, ugh, it's not fresh at all. But all those things seem, like, making things from scratch, like, making soup is such a, like, a standard thing here. Mm-hmm. Like, for... I mean, it's it's not the same kind of soup. Like, they're not making a full, like, chicken soup or anything like that with, with lots of veg and everything. And it's very simple, but they do do it as, like, just a sta- as a standard. Yeah, they do, like, it's more like a thin broth Broth, kind of a thing yeah that's it in fact a lot of chinese people don't drink anything with their meals like they wouldn't get a drink right they'll just have a like a soup as like the the liquid to go Mm -hmm. along with yeah their meal like a lot of meals when you order them at a chinese restaurant like fast food restaurant um they have a soup on the side as opposed to like a coke or something like that yeah that's it then you don't have a drink to go with your meal, which I feel like in the West you always have something to drink, whether it be water, or Coke, or yeah. juice. But in China, it's it's not usually you have, like, a soup mm. <laughs> along with your meal. Yeah, definitely. Um, let me see. What do I have? Uh, on a, a list I found, I found some, some stuff on Quora, and someone said nail-biting. Nail biting is yeah, rude. Yeah, that we yeah something we do, but that Chinese people don't tend to. I guess putting your fingers in, in your, your mouth, mouth is in general, a big thing. Yeah, it goes back to like eating with your hands, kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah. Um, a PDA like uh, like displays of affection. Ah, is a big that's here. a big one. But I've started to see it a bit more. Maybe with us being in a big city, 
you see you, you're gonna see those things more more frequently but I've seen people on the metro getting cozy and you know nothing like but very too, rarely too, would you oh, see yeah. someone like hardcore making out that's oh like, yeah definitely in a yeah, western also, city I feel like sweet. you can see people just like lock lips and like French kissing yeah especially in like bars and things whereas yeah. here probably not so much yeah definitely not. Uh, although ironically they're not too bothered about having like a massive barney in the street like a couple if a couple are gonna have a fight they'll just do it in front of everyone and it's not really i saw the other day i walked past there's a noodle restaurant underneath our apartment and there was a couple just uh, they just started an argument in the middle of the the restaurant mm. I, I walked past and they were so loud that they attracted my attention or like scolding their kids too they seem to not have a yeah. problem with scolding their children in public mm-hmm. which to me i would i would always if i'm gonna scold the child then i would wait or my husband whoever i'm scolding <laughs> yeah i would wait until we were somewhere private, private. yeah yeah mm-hmm. not that i do a whole lot of that but anyway <laughs> um i thought about like wearing a mask when you're sick too oh yeah like in china it's really disgusting if you're obviously sick like if you're coughing or sneezing mm-hmm. and you're in public not to be wearing a face mask yeah right. so you see people walking around in china with face masks um it's true some people wear face masks for various reasons like because they don't want to get sick from other people but that's actually pretty small i think a lot of people wear face masks um to protect like a lot of women wear them to just like protect that part of their face from the sun because yeah. they don't want to get like sunspots and stuff yeah. but the main reason that they wear them is because they themselves are sick and they don't want to infect other people mm. so i find that really polite but of course you wouldn't see that happen in the west yeah uh, on the getting sick thing um this is sort of a weird one but it makes a lot of sense uh like being in very close proximity to pets in the home uh, um did we talk about this recently or because I know I've had conversations with Barrett about this because um, we've we've had you know various things going with with that, with us and like our dog and how people react to him. So you know we've had lots of conversations about how Chinese people feel about dogs and you know pets in general, and um, they have a big thing about keep you know keeping the pet separate from the rest of the home, mm. whereas our dog is just like you know with us in the home like. I wonder how they do that. Do they just keep it in a cage, cage. when they're at home? Yeah, on the on the balcony tent usually. Really? Mm-hmm. So then, if they're not outside, the dog's just like in a cage the whole time. Yeah, pretty much, pretty wow. much. Because mm-hmm. there was actually Barrett actually told me that recently, maybe there wasn't much under like a lot of understanding, but there's been a massive like increase in Chinese people getting sick because they were allowing their dogs to sleep in the bed with them, huh. and there's like obviously like feces and stuff and they were getting sick from the dog poop i've definitely seen a lot more dogs here like wearing booties (laughs) they've got these like little special little shoes that the dog and the dogs look always look so comfortable uncomfortable the way that they're walking in these things yeah they tend to be those like poodles don't they well they're sort of like those short poodles not the big ones oh they'll slap them on any any dog so they're just so hilarious looking these little shoes little things yeah (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, this was when I had never, I did not know, um, but there was a, a Chinese girl on Quora who said that she was taught to brush her teeth before breakfast and not after. Huh. Um, before breakfast to get rid of like the, you know, your morning breath basically, but yeah. not after breakfast. Hmm. I kind of float between the two. Uh, do you always do it before? And not after. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, if I'm, like, on a work, like, if it's a work day, I've got, like, you know, a routine, I've got, I'll do all my stuff, and then brush my teeth is, like, the last thing I'll do, because I'll have, like, I'll eat and drink or whatever, and then I'll, yeah, brush my teeth before yeah. I leave. It depends. But it, if I'm going to leave the house, yeah, I'm going to brush my teeth. <laughs> yeah. But I sometimes, it depends. Because sometimes, um, I just I feel like my breath stinks and I don't enjoy my meal as much if I, I don't see. brush my teeth first. Yeah, or if I've, if I've had a drink the night before. Right, right. <laughs> then I'll brush my teeth first. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then a lot of times, too, if if I know what I'm going to eat and it's something citrusy, if I brush my teeth uh, before, then it tastes disgusting yeah. afterwards. So it kind of changes the flavor of the food. Definitely. So I don't know. I kind of I always brush my teeth before leaving the house. Yeah. 
but the order, I think, is... I'm not a very routine person in general. Unlike most Chinese people have a very set mm-hmm. routine before going anywhere or when coming back from anywhere. But I personally just kind of wing it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, also related to cleanliness, um, only washing your hair a few times a week. Um, as opposed to every day, which mm. is this Chinese girl said she was her mom told her to you know you need to wash your hair every single day. Hmm. Whereas you know some I think a lot of people in the West might only do wash the hair like every other day. Yeah, I mean they say that it's better for your hair not to wash it every day. I personally though I pretty much wash it every day. Yeah. Yeah, I just now, I guess I've gotten used to it, and then when I don't wash it, and it feels gross to me, mm-hmm. and it's probably just because I'm so used to washing it. Although I did try to go without washing my yeah, hair right. at all. You did quite a few weeks, didn't you? I did, like I, because I was wondering, like if I just stopped, because I was reading about like people who had stopped washing their hair and how like the oil kind of like rebalances itself. Mm-hmm. And I don't have particularly oily hair or anything like that, but I just don't. Because if I, I work out every day, like, even just for a few minutes, I sweat every day. And mm-hmm. so, to me, that, like, gets into the hair. Mm-hmm. And so, even... And then if I just rinse my hair in the shower, then it feels really coarse and it gets really tangled. So, it's hard to, like, sift through. It just takes more time for me. Yeah. If you're going to put water on your hair, you might as well wash it. It doesn't yeah. take that lot much longer. Exactly. Time. But if I don't put water on my hair and I've sweat, mm-hmm. then even using those dry shampoos, I don't feel... Like, also, my hair is long, so that's probably part of it. Yeah. I think I'd do better if I had short hair and just using a dry shampoo to, like, just quickly yeah. sort it out. It's different, but... Because my hair is long, so it gets tangled really easily, and so I can't... I just can't do it. Yeah. But I've heard of some Chinese people, like, going to the hairdressers once a week right. and, like, having them wash their yeah. hair and blow-dry their hair, and then they just, like, it's, like, set for the week. Yeah. And then they don't really touch it for the rest mm. of the week. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know if like you. Yeah, you you told me that recently. I think, but I don't know anyone who's done that. Like whether they leave it a whole week or not. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've heard of this. Yeah, but I don't know anybody personally who does it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in a nutshell, well, I think like the original question was. Are the disgusting habits that we do in the West as gross to Chinese people as we see their habits? But I think, in general, that Chinese people are less bothered about West. Maybe because yeah. there there are so few of us and we're just more like a curiosity. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to know about Chinese people who move to the U.S. if they have such adverse reactions to things that Westerners do in China. But I have a feeling that, like, because of China's history, like, China is just now becoming affluent for, like, average people. And so I feel like they have a lot of other things to worry about than these, like, trivial, Mm. like, cleanliness issues. There's, like, a lot of people who are just kind of fighting to survive. So I don't think that they're as aware or as bothered about these kind of like hygiene habits about westerners as we are about theirs yeah Uh, yeah i feel like as a culture they're a bit less like just we tend to get wound up very quickly about things Mm -hmm. i think whereas i feel like a lot of chinese people are just yeah like you said just not that bothered i think they just don't even notice a lot of this stuff yeah that's it but i did notice um on quora and on chinese quora as well there was a lot of like Almost sort of like silly comments, just that were just foreigners are just a bit loud and are just a bit like, um, just too out there for the for for Chinese people to really mm. you know to like that kind of thing. Well, it's also like hierarchical thing. Like people, you know, like the farmers here, like construction workers, are obviously mm. obviously have different etiquette yeah, than yeah. high class people in China, and I'm sure it's <laughs> similar in the West. Like you have different people who, you know, you have these, um, like, Russian tourists who go and spend money, like, crazy everywhere who are really, really wealthy versus, Mm. like, poor college students who are, like, backpacking around. I mean, I'm sure Mm. that there's big differences between, um, like, different ranks in society in China or in the West, too. 
Yeah. So. Well, um, if we don't have any more, I mean, we could. We could probably keep going for quite a while, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, do we have a word of the week? Do we? Oh, I have to think of one now. I forgot <laughs> to think of one. Um, so I think maybe we've had this one before, but it's worth repeating. And that's Shi Guan. And that sounds like Shi Huan, which is like to, to like something. But it's completely different. It's Shi Guan. Shi Guan means to be used to something. So Chinese people often ask you like, mm. "Are you like do you xi guan Chinese food? Like, yeah, are you right. used, used to, to Chinese food, or do you xi guan the life in China?" Like, um, mm-hmm. so you hear this word often asked to foreigners um, when pe- Chinese people are curious about how how do you feel about living in China? Yeah, right. So I think that's a good one yeah, to have. Very good, and I will link to that word in our uh, to sorry, I will link to our dictionary from our um, page for episode eighty-seven. Wait, so I, but this isn't episode eighty-seven. Yeah, it is. No, this yeah. is episode eighty-nine. No, it's not. It's eighty-seven. It's eighty-nine. Is it? Oh. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry about that, folks. Zoom You're right. On ahead. It's 89. Oh, goodness gracious me. I'm sorry. It's 89. You're right. So you can go to writtenchinese.com slash episode 89. And I hope that if you've listened just before now, that you've also listened to now so you don't go to the wrong page. Yeah. But also, You'll episode find 87 find was us. good, too. So check that out as well. <laughs> go to any of them. It's fine. You can find links Oops. to the dictionary on any of the pages anyway. Okay. Or you can just find it in the on the home mm-hmm. like there's navigational buttons at the yeah. top of every single page that have links directly to the dictionary so i'm sure you can find it and if you're curious about some aspect of life in china please leave us a voicemail writtenchinese.com slash voicemail mm-hmm. we love to hear all about your questions i can't believe it's you guys who have actually made the show continue because holly and i would have ran out of ideas like she said ages ago after 10 episodes we couldn't believe people would have more to ask but they keep coming and the questions are so fascinating Mm -hmm. so let us hear what you have to ask and like your opinions about different things or if you want us to talk about a specific topic let us know yes please and um, if you've got some time, we would really appreciate a review. Um, if you if you say nice things about us, then other people will join our two I chicks community. Community, yes. Mm. Thank you to everybody who has already done that. It's so nice. I know it's a big yeah. pain in the arse to go over there and like write your review, especially if you're on your phone. It's all tedious, but we really appreciate it. So thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. And we hope that you tune in for the next episode of The Two White Chicks in China. Bye. Bye. Bye.